What's up, friends and followers of War Media? This is Kyle Means. I want to put y'all up on something real cool, and that's involving our friends at TixBlitz.com, where they got all types of great offers for seats and uh, on events of all kinds. Uh, they hooked us up with a promo code that is promo code WAR, W-A-R-R. You use that and you can save 5% off all purchases at TixBlitz.com or on the TixBlitz app. That's promo code WAR, W-A-R-R, for 5% off on great seats to all events. TixBlitz provides the same great seats as other resellers, but with no service fees. None at all, y'all. I'm telling you, this is the hookup, man. We put you on. All right. So, hook, so uh, support us, our friends at tixblitz.com, and never pay service fees again. That, once again, tixblitz.com, tixblitz app available everywhere, y'all. Special edition of Running with War. Your man Kyle Means here, editorial director of War Media. And was sitting right beside me. We in the G14 classified uh area here. So we that's that's why I'm getting this is one of the first times I get to record in the same we've done well, we've recorded several before, but we haven't done it, you know, we've rarely done it. But it's the one and only Brandon Scoopy Robinson is with me. He is in Chicago. I'm not going to tell you where specifically because I don't want y'all rushing him. <laughs> but he's in Chicago. And there's always a, a blessing and a, and, a, and a privilege to see my man when he's touched down in the shot. I feel the same way about you. I appreciate it. Brother. Regal Radio, we are in there like swimwear. Kyle Means, editorial director, creator, <laughs> producer, Style coordinator, <laughs> pastor, bishop, barber, all that. Oh man, I'll, don't put all that. Up. <laughs> I, I could stand up to that type of scrutiny, man. But you know, I'm not you. I do what I do, man. And that Brandon, you definitely do what you do. Yes, sir. And you know, we just, like I said, just taking advantage of this opportunity. We sure are. To do. <laughs> we, we, we've been making some moves today. Yes, you sir. Know, Brandon, stay making moves. So. We when you get a chance to print them down, you, you make a, you know, you take advantage of it. But we're just going to, you know, build for a quick minute here, talk about some uh, some goings on here, you know, with, with basketball, the NBA, as we typically do. But uh, I'm, I'm going to start you out, though, on, with a little uh, trivia, test your, test your brain. Uh-oh. You know, because I know you are uh, – no, you 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 you're you're a historian as well as, a, as an expert and a, you know uh, an insider and everything. all the stuff they be saying. I love <laughs> I love the game of basketball, brother, yeah. as we all do. And you appreciate you got appreciation for the Bulls and everything. I, I surely do. The ages and everything. Yes, sir. Now, recently, the Bulls had their most recent 
fifty point score in DeMar DeRozan. Mm-hmm. He dropped a fifty this this uh what was it uh, the uh sometime this season. Yeah, yeah, it, was, it, was, it wasn't too long ago. He just, he just did fifty. I, I was thinking he did like fifty five, but it was just fifty. Right now. Of course, Jordan has the most fifty-point guys for the Bulls. He has thirty even. Okay. There are two thirty-six fifty-point games in all for the Bulls. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you two others who scored fifty. Chet Walker. That's way back in the day. Mm-hmm. He's had a fifty-six-point game, and uh, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you Zach Levine. I mean, you know, that, that's kind of an easy guess. Zach Levine is is a current bull who's had 50 points. Well. Sure. Okay. Now, so that leaves two other guys. So, who are they? Yeah. Who Who are they? Well, uh, who, give me Give me one. One One's anniversary is today. Derrick Rose. No. Really? Yeah. It's not. Derrick Rose never had a 50 point game. It's not Scotty. Not for the Bulls. It's not Scotty. Not Scotty. Um, they both played in the two thousands. They both played post dynasty. Jimmy Butler, you got it. Butler's had Butler's had two of them. Okay, he had two fifty point games when he was with the Bulls. You need me to give you one more. Yeah, and that said, in the last one anniversary is today. Not Miritich. No. Uh, he's, a he's a guard. Yeah, you, he's a good. He's a friend of yours. Not Kendall Gill. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Kendall Gill, but no. Uh, and you said it was like post dynasty era. Post dynasty, yeah. <sighs> Dang, he's a guard. Guard. He's a, he's a good. He's a friend of yours. Where's he from? He's from west of the Mississippi. I can't give you two exact. Yeah, because west of Mississippi, that's that's. He's, he's from west west coast, west coast. Shit, I don't know who. Oh, man, I'm surprised. It's uh, Crawford. Oh, yeah, yeah. Seattle. Okay. <laughs> yes, Seattle. yes, Jamal Crawford. Jamal Crawford. Jamal. Shout out to the Shadow League. They uh. They put the post up on IG uh, on this day, 2004. Jamal Crawford scored 50 points, 114, 108. Bulls win over the Raptors. Congratulations, my brother Jamal. Yeah, Jamal was. We love him here in Chicago because he he's we knew off top that he could hoop, and he was that he was our type of guy. It would have been nice if we had him longer, but you know uh he he put it, he did some things Michigan's own Michigan Wolverines own Jamal Crawford Rainer Beach High School that was, that was, yes sir yeah well, yeah I, I, I'm glad I got you I got it I'm glad I got you on that yeah. you, 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 <laughs> the, the Jimmy you did well with Jimmy yeah you did well with Jimmy nah but the Jamal one he, he gonna have my head for that <laughs> right yeah, that's, <laughs> that's your man yeah. you know, I guess going off of that, uh, a little news has come across today. Um, you know, Gentry got fired over in uh, uh, Sacramento. Sacramento, yeah. So I heard, heard that, and I saw the thing. I saw a push notification come across. It talked about uh, uh, some candidates, and one guy who we mentioned yesterday in our little get together came up uh, as a uh, 
Kitty Atkinson. Yes. <laughs> Came up as a possible yes. candidate. Yes. You think he might be a good um, I, I ran into Kenny a few weeks ago. Uh, Kenny loves the game of basketball. Kenny is a basketball lifer. Um, and I think really and truly the way that it ended in Brooklyn for him, um, it, it, it was, I know they were looking for more of a name. Um, but I think with Kenny, Kenny is well-respected in basketball circles, which is why Steve Kerr, brought him in it would be cool to see i think one of his advantages or one of his kenny atkinson's giftings legitimately is he's able to build uh programs um and you saw that you know prior to Kyrie and kevin durant's arrival in brooklyn you know the ronde hollis jeffersons of the world the d'angelo russells uh and even jeremy lynn and some of those other guys so you know spending some time with sacramento during the season um they're very young um, do you think it might that might be the, the remedy there, like a college type atmosphere? I think you're starting to see it more. You look at Memphis with Taylor Jenkins. I mean, think about this. I, I said this in one of my Scoopy Intel reports with Bally. Do you know that Taylor Jenkins and LeBron James are the same age? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I didn't. I, I wouldn't have known that, but I know Jenkins is young. He's 37. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I asked him what his favorite uh, video game of all time was, and he said Atari Jaguar. You don't really hear Greg Popovich <laughs> talking like that. Um, <laughs> you probably don't even know what Atari is. Still. <laughs> right. So you know, to to go back to your question, just about a, a, a building, you you got to kind of. I think you're you're kind of seeing it in in um, New Orleans where. You know, Willie Green has, has talked to me, has intimated with me just talking about creating a, a, a situation where guys actually want to be there. Um, and, and you and you kind of bring in a C.J. McCollum who, you know, the point guard and he's he's welcoming. And, you know, C.J. shared with me about this dinner that he had uh, right after the All-Star break with um, Brandon Ingram, uh, as well as himself and Willie Green. And Brandon Ingram kept talking about this sorbet that they had. <laughs> Um, but and, and CJ kept talking about these French fries. He loves that's his one weakness. Oh, that's my man. I love French fries. There you go. <laughs> um, so to go back to your point about Sacramento, I, I think there needs to be a, a level of establishing identity. Like I was disappointed that tr- that they traded Tyrese Halliburton because yeah. uh, he's living his best life in Indiana. Um, as well as Buddy Hill and some of those other guys. So um, I I think that in cases like New Orleans and in cases like Memphis, smaller cities or cities that aren't New York or Philly or L.A. or Chicago, that works. Even you look at Pop in San Antonio, that's basically what he did. Yeah. So I I think – Pop seems like to me like he's – it was when um, he had – he broke the coat, the the winning record, the Mm -hmm. win record, Mm -hmm. his guys – there was a there was a tweet I saw of them saw celebrating around him and stuff. It's, it seemed to be like he's coaching like like a, a high school team right now. Like he's like like he's, he's, it's one of those movies where a pro coach <laughs> gets a moves down to a lower level and just rally and has this high school team that rallies around. Last of a dying breed of coaches that have full autonomy. Yeah. Um, if you remember, he replaced Larry Brown after he was let go, and one of the first moves he made. Uh, was trading uh, Dennis Rodman for Will Purdue. Yeah. And, um, you know, and when I look at Pop, I, I think he is the epitome of what, as it relates to just the coach being bigger than the, the, the franchise in some aspects, uh, the epitome of what a Rick Pitino was mm-hmm. uh, and or, or what, what, what uh, ultimately John Calipari is in Kentucky at this point. 
what Coach K is and and, and, and with Duke. And that's his, at that level. At that's that, when you have that. When you're, you're like the king and you survey all of it. You know, the only person in the NBA that has that car blanche at this point is Steve Kerr in Golden State. Yeah. And he comes from a Phil Jackson and Greg Popovich system. The only other person who has that, Doc Rivers had that in Los Angeles with the Clippers. Um, he's a name within Philadelphia, but it's not the same. Yeah. So I, I think when you look at Sacramento starting grassroots, um, developing a culture, I think Willie Green uh is the blueprint i think they kind of tried that with um luke walton i just think that luke after the whole lakers situation as far as coaching lebron and being the same age as lebron mm-hmm. and managing all of those uh personalities in the brandon ingram lonzo ball lebron james julius randall sacramento was kind of like um <laughs> once once you have um prime rib steak you can't go back to hamburger helper <laughs> and not, and not, Sacramento was hamburger, winning. yeah. And I think like <laughs> hamburger helper was was the, was the case for Luke Walton. I think Kenny Atkinson, after being removed from Brooklyn and doing exceedingly and abundantly all that one may ask, I think going into a situation like Sacramento might might work wonders for him. Yeah. We're gonna talk about the Lakers in a minute too, because there's been some uh, Frank Vogel's been, out. Yeah, there's been some. He's out officially. He's yes. out officially. He's out. Oh well, I see. I I saw the I saw the one report about people who they're who they're thinking about. I mean, and, and it seemed it seemed it was one of those things where it seemed like it was, you know, in the cards anyway. So, but that's why people were talking about like, like um, I'm sure let me get this report up. But our guy Shams was mentioning people, some people like uh, uh particularly Nick Nurse as being a possibility out there. You think you see something like that? I think there's a few names out there. Um, Nick Nurse w- would make plausible sense. Uh, Jawan Howard would make plausible sense. Wow. Um, in addition to that, um, you going to you have to kind of monitor the situation uh, with the 76ers and Doc Rivers uh, and what happens there. Will he leave? Will he get fired? How will they end up within um, you know the, the the Eastern Conference standings at the end of the year? I know a lot of people are lobbying for. Uh, there are people who have a vested interest in seeing what ultimately happens with Mike D'Antoni, particularly because of the relationship that he does have uh, with James Harden, which is one of the reasons why James ultimately wanted out of Brooklyn because um, the system that Steve Nash was running this season was quite different uh, than the playbook that was being ran in Brooklyn the year before with Mike D'Antoni uh, as, as a lead assistant. And so, uh, you know, D'Antoni is currently in a, a, a consultancy role with the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. He ushered in uh, Willie Green this season in his first year as head coach the same way last season. Uh, he was that additive for, for Steve Nash. So, you know, when you look at this situation with Doc Rivers, like I said, um, it would be interesting to see uh, what ultimately what will happen this offseason, just depending on what happens. So there's a lot of names that are that, that will be discussed, um, Juwan Howard being one of them. Right. Um, and, and I also think that, uh, a tie, or rather, Frank Vogel exceeded a lot of expectations in Los Angeles, particularly with winning that championship in the yeah. bubble. Yeah. Um, Juwan Howard was somebody that was of interest and partially because of the connection to Rob Palenka. Uh, they were all teammates at Michigan. Um, I know that uh, the other portion of it uh, is, so Frank Vogel is represented by the same talent agency, or rather they have the same agent as um, 
Frank Vogel, Phil Handy, and Jawan Hour all are represented by the same talent agency. Okay. Uh, as, as far as representation, uh, Phil Handy will be a very interesting uh, dichotomy this summer, as will be uh, David Fisdale. Uh, will Fisdale, will they, will they continue to hire in house and have Fisdale become his lead assistant there now? Uh, will, will, he, will he assume that role? Um, so th- there's a lot of things that people will look at. I know they're looking for names. I'll be honest with you. I think one of the biggest mistakes that the Lakers made was not hiring Ty Lue. And because yeah, he- that's looking pretty obvious at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, and you let him go cross town. and you Next see, door. In, next in the same door, building. Not even cross town, but next door. Yeah. And, and it, you know, the Clippers are in a position, at least you know, with all their issues that they've had, you know, injury-wise and stuff, they're in a position to get in the playoffs. And these Lakers have had less – Way less uh, uh, excuses, really. Way more, you know, less is yeah, less excuses than the Clippers, I would say, and not even in the way. I think the Lakers are in an interesting situation um, because I know that there are many people in that organization um, that were not really fans of Frank Vogel uh, this season that I've spoken with. Um, do, you, do you think that was like? From the higher, from the higher, or just players? No, no. I mean, like from his, from his initially being hired, or was it just like a turn that happened this year? They wanted Jason Kidd. I can tell you that yeah. LeBron wanted Jason Kidd. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that Jason, one of Jason Kidd and LeBron's biggest regrets uh, were that they were never able to become teammates in the NBA, okay. and being in in Los Angeles as a coach and a player, or assistant coach and player was the consolation prize and the fact that they won a championship. Um, I can tell you that that um, when LeBron came to Los Angeles and when uh, Luke Walton was the head coach, uh, LeBron's preference, was, LeBron and Magic Johnson's preference uh, was um, anywhere from Jason Kidd and Mark Jackson. And I think you remember from my reporting back in 18 and 19, I was saying that. Um, the only issue with Jason Kidd uh, was uh, the past transgressions as it related to domestic violence yeah. uh, issues that were uh, implicated back when he was in Phoenix. And the fact that, you know, Jeannie Buss is the, the governor of of the Lakers and the optics of that in many people's minds was that that wasn't a go. Um, and the fact that Frank Vogel had exceeded those expectations uh, in year one uh, as a head coach. Yeah. And, and so it was hard to get rid of him after that. And you had you had kid waiting in the wings, but then it was like, okay, we can't get rid of Vogel now. So kid was like, okay, well, let me go up to Dallas. And it it's it, like this. Dallas is looking, you know. Vogel was hired to be fired, yeah. except they couldn't fire him. Yeah. Kid was the voice of reason. And last year, Dwight Howard not coming back and ultimately signing with Philly, um, they ended up going in the Montrez Harrell direction, mm-hmm. and you did not have JaVale McGee and Rondo. And as much as Dwight Howard was upset that he couldn't get the money that he thought he deserved, uh, I can tell you that in the playoffs when the Lakers – um, played the Rockets that year in the bubble. Dwight was frustrated with Frank Vogel because of his playing time or lack thereof in that series. Uh, as and But when you think about that situation, and I know that that situation was repaired, they really needed him in that series against Denver. 
Yeah. And that series against Denver, he was rested because he didn't play in Houston. But ultimately, he went elsewhere. I feel like the Lakers messed up the nucleus by letting Rond- by trading Rondo or not giving Rondo what he wanted, um, by letting Dwight Howard walk, bringing in Montres Harrell, um, and really trading Kyle Kuzma for Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Um, Kuzma is living his best life in Washington, having a team of his own. And that's a team, you know, my, that's a team you know, for, for those of those long artists. You're seeing them pretty close up front because you're based in that area now. So, so yeah, it's a team that um when I'm when I'm in town, but but that's a team that's that's um you know really building around Kentavious Caldwell Pope as well as Kuzma as well as Bradley Bill who's been out, and they brought in Porzingis who's loving the role that he's in as a as a as an actual center, uh, seven foot three. Um, and and can really do a lot on the floor. So the Lakers, I think we're in a. I think anytime you're on a LeBron-led team, you got a three to four year window. Yeah, and after that four year now, it's like you, you had the title, but you missed the playoffs twice. It's that's kind of rough. Well, the first year he was there, that was the groin injury. Yeah. The second year they won a championship. This is year three, right? Last year, oh, yeah, this is your last year, yeah, last year was they lost to Phoenix. Phoenix was yeah. that much better. Yeah. Year four, they didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah, this, this and year five, it's going to be interesting. So now you're going to start discussing, well, what's Anthony Davis's future? Um, and this all goes back to 2018 when Space Jam was the thing. LeBron and the Lakers, was it going to be Kawhi LeBron? Was it going to be KD LeBron? Mm. Anthony Davis was always in the cards. This is taking you back down memory lane, all the things <laughs> yeah, that were yeah. going on with the Lakers. But, yeah. you know, now we're also looking at concurrently with Brooklyn and what they're going to do. And can they get can they get it done this year with, with the three-headed monster that is Ben Simmons, Kevin Durant, and, and, and Kyrie? And that window was starting to open up, and we'll see what happens. So, think, are we going to see Ben at all before – the Folks that I've spoken with um, have always – he was supposed to come back the week after that Philly game, okay. and he got the epidural shot. Um, he's been practicing with that team all along. Um, they're telling you a little something different than what's actually going on, and they're in the, they're in the practice of uh, the best interest of the team. Um, but as it relates to him coming back directly to answer your question, I'm hearing uh, it could be later in the playoffs. Wow, man, this is like I, I don't understand why he, you wouldn't have him at least ready right away for game one. Uh, what what they what they got playing? So they got even for the playing. Like, why wouldn't you have him ready right away for these this playing game? I mean, I back back issues have been an issue, but also they want to get it right. Um, I think that the one thing that the Nets, I, I feel like in a situation where. They got uh, Ben Simmons in the trade. Um, they got rid of Harden, and they actually, in a lot of respects, retooled. The Nets um, gave up Jared Allen, and that was supposed to be their center of the future. Yeah. And when I look at the Nets overall, while I like Nicholas Claxton, to me, he's a role player center that is developing chemistry by day with mm-hmm. KD Kyrie. And when I look at what the Nets got and getting Drummond, I think that was a very smart move. Sure. Because you, you, you get what you left with Jared Allen by committee with Claxton and with Drummond and 
with a 4-5 and Kessler. Uh, that's going to help them. But in addition to that, where the Nets were a little naked was the fact that Joe Harris has been out all season, yeah, and they got a shooter in Seth, in Seth Curry, uh, who when healthy and his ankle is on par, um, is going to help them, uh, particularly when Kyrie and KD are commanding that double team. Now you add Ben Simmons in a situation where he doesn't have to be Philly Ben Simmons. He can legitimately be uh, a defensive stopper. Uh, and doesn't have to put up 30 or 40 a game in order to be effective. He, he can get you a quiet 15 to 20. Man. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. You got the games tomorrow, right? Right quick, you know, you got the Cavs. I say Nets hosting the Cavs tomorrow and uh, Clippers and T-Wolves. T-Wolves, uh, you know, we watched them last night against the Bulls. It wasn't, you know, not a serious game at all, really, uh, because everything was set up already uh, for both sides, but I, yeah, I like I like what Minnesota's done in the second half of the season, man. They, like you say, they they're busy. <laughs> 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 but uh, right quick, what, what do you think about those two games? How do you think they're gonna play out? I think it's gonna be Brooklyn, and I think it's gonna be the Timberwolves. Yeah, so it's both seven seeds, and they they'll go on to those. Number two, so that would mean Brooklyn would face Boston in the first round, and the uh, T Wolves would face uh, Memphis. So, yeah, those would be two different, two interesting uh, first round matchups. We gonna have some more. Uh, you know, we we did we doing sort of a, a patchwork thing with this this week's show because I'm like I said, me and Scoop doing our thing here, and you are gonna hear uh, you know the rest of the guys talk about. The rest of the play is stuff coming up uh, after a little transition. But, you know, uh, we, me and Scoop both got to move in a minute. But I want to make sure before uh, we go off, uh, definitely whatever Scoop's got something going on, we got to let you plug it. And uh, you got some new stuff going on with Valley, right? Uh, some playoff, some a new, a new segment and some new playoff uh, content. Going on. Yeah, I'm doing some stuff uh, with the playoffs uh, daily. You can uh, catch the show uh, that I'm doing with Kelsey Nicole Nelson. Every comes on daily. Um, comes on daily, uh, 11 a.m. Eastern time uh, through Twitter, and then it's rep- repurposed on Bally's website. Um, and in addition to that. Um, I do my weekly uh, show through Spotify, uh, Green Room, yeah. and uh, you know all the stuff that I'm doing through Bovada as well. Yeah, so yeah, so a lot, yeah, like I said, you've been been doing that stuff, been been knocking it out the park with all that. You know, shout out to Lisa Ann. <laughs> yeah, we ended that show. That did, what, what happened? We just ended it. Just ended. I had to break up. Yeah, man, but but I'm still <laughs> at Bovada and um, enjoying it. Okay. Enjoying it. And the green room stuff going good? Yes. Okay. Yes. But it's, it's, real, it's real good to uh, see you doing what you do at Valley and being, like, on that level with the with the other insiders and the TV people now and everything. And, and that's, you know, you're doing some stuff here with Stadium here in Chicago, too. That's that's uh, something we could watch out for this week at least, right? Yes. Yes. And, yes. Uh, doing a couple of shows. I was over there. Meeting with some folks today. I'll be doing some TV tomorrow at Stadium. So a lot of good things coming down the pipe. Yeah, yeah, man. It's, you got to keep up with Scoop, man. You want you want real information. You want some some entertainment 
at, at, at this uh, as well. You know, you, you want some good stuff. You gotta mess with my man Scoop. We we've been saying it, man, for what? We we been we went over last night. We've been saying it for nine, ten years now, man. You know, we've been riding with you. Thank you, you know, brother. Really, just appreciate everything that you do, man. Thank you, brother, and I, and likewise, thank you for the support and the platform uh, to always be myself. Yeah, you, that, yeah, no else you can be yourself with me, man. Cause I, I, you know, I don't, I don't need nobody putting on airs around me, man. There you go. You know, you but you keep it real, and with everything that you've been doing, you keep it real and you keep it true to who you've been. You're the same dude, and I, I really appreciate that, man. So thank you, brother. Yeah. So man, you know that's it, man. We enough walking down memory lane. Like I said, we give we gave you a little info here too with uh, what's going on in the league. Uh, and you know, keep like I said, keep up with Scoop and all he does. And uh, you know, he'll be back on with uh, with with the with the rest of our our guys. You know, uh, pretty soon as well. So you know, we try to keep Scoop in the mix every couple months or so. Coming on with uh, with running with war. So. But uh, like I said, for now we gonna we gonna tra- we gonna sort of transition, pass it off to uh, Josh, and he's gonna be with uh with the rest of our guys, and they're gonna talk talk up the playing games and uh, the Bulls situation. Of course, they're set for the three six matchup with in the East with uh, Milwaukee. You got you got any thoughts on that, right quick? It's gonna be interesting. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna be good. Interesting, but it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, yeah, we go. Like I said, we gonna do more previewing of the Bulls uh, uh, coming up with that series as well. Shout out to my guy uh, Stephen Gardner, who's providing us with some good content on our our uh, Substack page. He's uh, been uh, doing the game recaps and stuff he's got a feature preview in the series coming up uh uh that's going to be it should be up in if not tonight then uh tomorrow or early tomorrow and you know what this is a young guy i told him about our earlier coverage and i looked back through some of your stuff <laughs> i sent through some of your links it's still up of course but uh from from 2013 so wow i, I hope he read them i think he did that was it. That took me back, you know, reading some of that stuff that you did, man. Yeah. That was some of our first uh, st- stuff we ever ran on the website. Humble beginning, sir. Definitely, definitely. Yes, sir. Once again, though, know, School B, appreciate you, bro. My man. And uh, this is me, Kyle Mean, man. We got uh, signing off for now. Regal, uh, well, it was not Regal Radio anymore, but War Media. And uh, War Media, at War Media. Search it, all the major platforms, Twitter, IG, Facebook. Um, War on Anchor, our podcast platform. You can find uh, this recording as well as many others uh, in our back catalog on SoundCloud. Many different interviews from the years we've done with Scoop and many uh, high-profile names in sports and entertainment and broadcasting. Check us out. Uh, That's it for now. Let me get some, uh, get, get some more coconut water in my mouth or something before my mouth dries out. <laughs> but that's it for now. Uh, Kyle Means, appreciate y'all. Thanks for listening. We out. Keep bouncing.